Our friends at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add backcountry campsites to their public map. The good news is that you can add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. Looking at their map, you'll see that they've finished entering named campsites in the U.S. That, that's pretty sweet. They'd really appreciate your help with entering dispersed backcountry tent sites in forests and wilderness areas across the country. The more remote and obscure, the better. To get started, head over to artofthetrek.com. Turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best adventures possible. Welcome back. Episode 99 here on the podcast. And we're one away, people. We're one episode away. One away from the big one. From the big one. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. Because we got some things going for the hundredth episode, yeah, and you're not gonna want to miss it. <laughs> right. It's gonna be one of those episodes where we end up taking it down from YouTube, <laughs> yeah. like six months later, as we have done with some of our old podcasts. If you've noticed, some of them have just kind of disappeared into the ether because they were probably not something we wanted living on the internet too long. Alex says, "Not as good as 69, but 99 is solid." 69 was a good one as well. So um, Andy and I were uh, we were just like, you know what? I'd like some cocktails. Yeah. So we're calling this cocktail hour. We'll do like a standard Q&A. We got some things to talk about. But uh, as you can see, we have a uh, a selection of adult beverages right here. And what's on the menu tonight? Andy what? always is the resident mixologist. Yeah. As in I just Google recipes and then I just. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a Negroni first, not the stupid one that's all over TikTok. But the, but the, the the wanting to do this did come from TikTok. No, I like Negroni. The motivation came from TikTok. Yeah, but we're not doing the one, the spot. Okay, okay. And then what are we having? Then after that, we're gonna have some Manhattan's. Okay, I like it. Yeah. So, will you? Sure. Will you get mixing? <laughs> yes. So what's in a Negroni? It's uh, equal parts gin, uh, Campari, and uh, vermouth. Okay. And then what, as you're making this, two, uh, is it two ounces or is it one ounce of you? I'm getting, no, I'm be, getting that, the... Uh, that would be six ounces. Of okay. Beer. Ready? A Negroni is an Italian, one, one, one. An Italian cocktail. And uh, traditionally made Negroni is stirred, not shaken. Good. It is, I like what they call it. It is built. It is built over ice. Oh, nice. In an old-fashioned glass or a rock glass and garnished with a slice of orange, which I have upstairs. Man, man. Um, Do we? You have an orange upstairs? I've got, like, the, like, little piece <laughs> orange. <laughs> okay. okay no, Outside no. of Italy, an orange peel is often used in place of an orange slice. The drink's origins are not known. They're spilling gin all over my table. The most widely reported account when it was first mixed in Florence, Italy in 1919. So that's when it's from. And uh, I, what I'm trying to figure out is why it's called a Negroni. Yeah. Is this wet? Oh, we're good. All right, here we go. I got we, it. We might need a rag. Pascal Oliver. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Is that vermouth? Yeah. What is vermouth? I don't know. Is it like, it's like a high proof wine? It's weird smelling. Yeah. Okay. Pascal Oliver Count de Negroni concocted it by asking the bartender... Bartender, this is some Italian names, Fosco Scarcelli, to strengthen his favorite cocktail, 
the Americano by adding gin rather than normal soda water. Okay, so imagine. So it's an, it's a stronger version of an Americano. Yeah, these will uh, mess you up, man. And Pascal Oliver de Negroni was a French general, a curacer in the Franco-Prussian War. So this is a uh, very European, by the way. Yeah, these were very cultured. Cocktail historian. That's what, a job. What is Campari? Okay, switch gears here. Campari. Oh, it's a bitters. It's a type of bitters. What's bitters? I don't. I don't know. Okay. All right. Back to Negroni. Okay. Um, descendants of the general say he was. He was. Wait, smell the, this. This is where. Ooh, that smells bitter. Piney. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you got gin and more pine. Okay. This is going to be good. Okay. In 2013, uh, Campari launched Negroni Week. So we've got that. And it's held uh, the last week uh, in September. So everyone's there. Okay. So cool. A French uh, Italian drink. And so is this it after you? This is it. This is it. Without the uh, garnish. Doesn't look great. <laughs> I like them. I like them. They you are like them? Yeah, I like gin. Well, I'm telling Allie to come get hers. Tell her to bring her a rag. Okay. Should we just call her? Should we call her live on the <laughs> podcast? Okay. Uh, we got a few things to talk about, not including uh, booze. Really? Yeah. Let's see if she picks up. Uh, we're, uh, the Negroni's ready, and we're gonna need a rag. <laughs> and you're live, and, and you're live on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever you say, will be on the internet. All right, so we need a rag. What else do we need? Do we need the orange? Yeah, and a fresh spoon. A fresh spoon. No orange. Uh, a sliced orange. No, no, no orange. And a, and a rag. Okay. You got it. Did you already have a spill? We're no. We just just three things: the rag. Sliced orange. Why, why do you think I can come up with a sliced orange? Don't we have oranges? Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, anyway. Really All right. Okay. All right. Okay. See ya. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. Uh, okay. It's, uh, it's bitter. Why do people like gin? <laughs> Gin's not good. I like gin. Really? Like this. This is so bitter. Yeah, I know. It's not bad. It's got some sweetness to Th it. That's why, like, the, all those TikToks everybody's trying is like different types of Negronis. And, uh, like, they're not that great. We are making Allie taste this live <laughs> and getting her reaction on the camera. Does she know? Does she? Does she like Negronis? I think she just like thinks she's just hit by the craze right now, mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, you know, she likes fun cocktails. This is a this is a I punch you in the face. I cocktail. think there's a zero percent chance she likes that. So we'll see. Um, all right. Okay. Oh, you found did find oranges. All right. Oh. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. All right. Uh, okay. Just just leave it down here. Okay. So here's the deal. You know, sit down here. I'm not gonna like this. So we gotta get your. Uh, we gotta we gotta get your. Don't, don't <laughs> slice your hand. Oh God, Andy. <laughs> all right. Here's yours. Um, and we just want your reaction. Can I get an orange in it? Yeah. Yeah. We did have an orange. Let's just get that in there. Like, just get it in there. Let's get some orange in there. Okay. That's a dull knife. Careful. 
Yeah, it is dull. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Swirl it around. Look at that camera. Oh, here? Yep. Look right there. Take a sip. It's it's we followed the recipe. I I was like, there's no way Allie will like this. I don't dislike the flavor. She really? Like a fizz. Okay. Hey, we, hey, we got a super mm. chat. Really? Yeah. What's the super chat? Two dollars. Uh, Allie has to take a shot of vermouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're about to find out. All right for for a hundred dollars. No, 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 that's gross. For a hundred dollars, Andy will take a shot of vermouth. Absolutely. It's only 15% alcohol. It doesn't matter. It's disgusting. <laughs> okay. Is vermouth in this? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. one part gin, one part vermouth, one part Campari. All equal. Kind of like an Aperol, just you need the spritz. Uh-huh. Okay. Want me to go get you some spritz? No. Okay. Yeah. What, what's spritz? What is spritz? I mean, it's sparkling water. Sparkling water. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Great. It just needs like a fizz. Needs a bubble? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bubble. That's okay. Why, that's why the spagliato is all. I know. <laughs> With prosecco. All right. Okay. Thanks. Uh, do we need this? Yeah. Let's keep it. Okay. Uh, keep the knife. Oh, keep the knife. <laughs> so it's it's actually called a swizzle stick. We looked it up. Do you know why it's swizzled? No, didn't we look this up? It's the yeah, carbonation, you, or you you pour you pour down the so swizzle. You would, you would pour the spritz down there. Yeah, and what it does, I don't know. There's a reason, though. All right, all right, you get that. All right, okay. No, you're you're excused. So okay, let's, let's get a Manhattan. Okay, <laughs> well we got to finish this. Yeah, we'll finish that. All right, so a couple things to talk about. Uh, one, first off, did uh, you see what? Wait, who's the super chat from? Uh, uh, Aaron Jones. I think I said that. Thanks, Aaron. One. Yeah, thank you. Uh, for $100, no, Andy not, will take no, a I, shot that, of vermouth. I will do that for the 100th episode, but not for this one. Vermouth? Yeah, I'll do a $100 vermouth. Shot? Yeah. Done. On the It's going on the drink list. Yeah, on the drink list. That's okay. Fine. There will be limited amounts of them available. I mean, we have a whole bottle. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> there's an inventory um put your put your questions in the in the comments here yeah uh, scott foster said or i mean wait i'm ahead of myself cool fire says ohio state with the struggle win yes great topic of conversation to start off with so ugly game at northwestern 21 to 7 i blame some of it on the wind and then i just blame some of it on osu just looking like trash but we got the win did you watch it mm-hmm we got the win. It was ugly. I think we covered the spread, though. I don't, um, I don't know what the spread was. And Georgia is crushing Tennessee. I think that's over. So I'm trying to think if that implicates Ohio State. Hopefully Ohio State holds on to number two. Although if Alabama wins tonight at LSU, we might be in trouble. Here's a uh, here's a good question, actually, from Nicholas Harley. You guys going to reschedule the meetup, the one you were having in Columbus? That is a great question. So it kind of fell through with the venue. That's why it didn't happen. Um, I would love to do it. It's somewhat of a complicated thing to set up, assuming we have more people than we had when we did this like four years ago. So, yeah, I mean, we'd like to. 
we don't have to worry about COVID. Well, we, you know, COVID's not a consideration really anymore. Yeah. Uh, things fell through with the venue for the one in September. That's why it didn't happen. Um, so I, I, I think honestly at this point, there might be a higher likelihood of a camping meetup. What do you think about that? Maybe. What would you prefer? Camping. Really? Yeah, I think so. At Mohican? <laughs> hey, not, you, I, you guys. I, I'm we, not organizing it. Well, that's the problem. You can always go crash the Indiana YouTube meetup. <laughs> uh, but we need Restless Outdoors to plan it again. But yeah, it fell through last time. I really did want to do the bar thing. It is just a, it is a logistical thing to figure out how to pack that many people into a space and like you know, the booze considerations and that kind of stuff and spread was 36 whoa okay didn't cover that um but yeah i'd like to do it uh we also um frozen probably coming down pretty soon to get on the podcast we're getting him in uh we were supposed to have bryce and Russell's outdoors tonight but bryce is like can't even walk so we're just kind of rescheduling it with them. But uh, so, yeah, but I, I would like to do the bar thing. Yeah. Eventually. Here's a backpacking question. Good. <laughs> from, from Let's talk about that. From Rebecca Bradnam. How do I get rid of that bit of bunched up fabric under my legs in the hammock? Like under your knees? Well, yeah, I'm trying to understand. I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, So if it's under your knees, what I do is I take like, uh, basically I take all my like rogue clothes and I put them in a stuff sack and I put the stuff sack under my like knee joint and that kind of helps like that pressure on the stuff sack pushing down on the hammock kind of spreads the fabric out. Yeah, maybe you could also tie outs. Yeah, you could mess with your tie outs and you could change... um, you could fiddle with the, the angle. You could, uh, you could make it tighter. Like tighter. I'm trying to think if that would make it worse. Yeah, I don't know. But that's, uh, a, that's a tough one. If it's under your knees, I always put a little thing under my knees. Speaking of hammocks, I've been really missing getting into the hammock. Yeah, me too. Um, and we've got the Banyan <sighs> 2.0 to play around with. Yeah. And the last trip, we went on. I really. Wish we would have had. I wish I would have brought my hammock. So I'm kind of missing the hammock lately. Yeah. Even though it's way heavier than my tent setup, and it is comfortable, but I don't. You know, I don't think it's like end all be all. But I do. I'm missing it. Uh, Banyan is just fantastically comfortable. Except it's gonna crush your tarp. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. That is the problem with yeah. the Banyan. You gotta. Uh, yeah. I already put. I put some. I a little it. bit of tension. I put a little little thing in my tarp, and it's the light AF tarp that's not made anymore. So it's like a antique piece, and I put it. I don't know if I'd call it a hole, but I put a little abrasive patch on it from the banding hammock. So that was not cool. But other than that, I have been missing the hammock. Um, yeah, these are. I mean, is this a go-to drink for people? Yeah, people drink these. It's okay. It's okay. It's. I told you, it's bitter. It'd be better without gin, one. No, and it'd be better without Campari. <laughs> Is the vermouth? Is that bitter too? Yeah. So all three things are bitter. Yeah, I think. plus the bitters. Oh no, I didn't put bitters in it. Okay. Okay. All right. 
The next drink we'll be doing is a Manhattan, but we're going to let these soak around for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, so also today, Andy and I went uh, went trail running. We have a 50K. So we just we ran a marathon three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago, and we have a 50K coming up in January. If you're in the Central Ohio, the Rocks and Roots 50K. But this morning we went out and ran the course. And uh, trail running is just so hard. It's so much harder than running on the road. Yeah, and this was without elevation. Yeah, it was fairly flat, but it's just the rocks and the roots and the ankles and the tripping and the... And it wasn't even muddy, too. No, it was beautiful. So that's coming up. Yeah, gorgeous day in the Midwest, by the way. Um, No, the story I was going to bring up, my mother-in-law sent me this a while ago. Um, This made its rounds on the internet, is the, the wrestlers... In Montana, the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they battled a grizzly. Did you hear about this? No. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, they're high school wrestlers. Um, <laughs> in, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I saw them all over the news. They got all torn up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold on, I want to get the. I want to get the. Well, okay. So it's it was in Wyoming. These two dudes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. They were on the Meat Eater podcast. Oh, they were. Yeah. They got on the podcast for yeah, that? Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I think... So if we get attacked by a bear, we can get on the Meat Eater podcast? <laughs> if you survive it. Like um, okay, 21-year-olds from Northwest College were mauled by a grizzly while shed hunting. So is shed hunting... You're fi- you're trying to find antlers, right? Yeah. In an unusually gruesome double attack. The beast... <laughs> the beast, I like how they referred to there. The... the bears the beast sent both friends to the emergency rooms coming one of them by life flight uh one dude snapped his arm and uh yeah they were shed hunting with two other teammates in shoshone national forest uh towards the end of the day the group split up so two and two and they were four miles away from their truck and uh the the pair found themselves in an area with particularly heavy grizzly sign we knew we were we knew they were there we ran into them before, but nothing like that. <laughs> Quote, Kendall, that's a load of fresh bear crap. Got the, we got the actual quotes here. Uh, the bear tackled the first guy head on, tossing him off a small rock outcropping and attacking his face. Um, the other guy. Oh, so they, oh, I knew this. They were both packing bear spray. Did you know that? No, I haven't. I just, I remember seeing the picture and kind of hearing the um, story, but I don't know the details. I don't think they were able to use it though. Yeah. So the one dude was, was, the one dude was getting mauled. The other guy was 10 years away throwing rocks and yelling at him. Then the other dude jumped, grabbed the bear by its head and ripped him off the other guy. So that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. And then... Yeah, okay, so then the bear went after the second guy, and he was overtaken by a, quote, pissed-off animal. So, okay, bear's attacking guy one. Guy two is throwing rocks at the bear. Then guy two jumps on the bear and pulls the bear off guy one. Bear goes after guy two, drags guy two into the timber. Um, And while that's happening, guy one climbs to a hill to get cell reception. Oh, so guy two's getting tossed around while guy one goes to get cell reception. Um, 
And then about four. Oh God, they got a picture of the dude. Yeah, <gasps> okay, can't show that. Um, after four minutes, guy two emerges from the timber, and I'm looking at a picture of this guy, and it just it looks like a dude who got mauled by a bear. Um, I wonder how he got away. Should listen to the podcast. Yeah, I should. Uh, multiple surgeries. One dude had a broken arm and lash rings on the back on his back. The other dude has a, the other guy. If you go to meteor.com, they have the picture of the, the guy too. And he's just all sorts of mauled. Luckily his face, I mean he has a big gash on his cheek, but other than that, his like his face isn't like ripped off of him. So that's good. Um and then search and rescue got got him. The guy too was life flighted. <coughs> okay. All right. And there they are. Wow. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's when you're uh, thinking. Here's you know, a spray is great and all, but you well they didn't use it. I know that's what I'm saying. You might also like video. Bald eagle brings a house cat back to its nest. <laughs> nope, don't want to see that. I do not want to see that. Let's get into the debate of should they have guns? <laughs> yes. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't. It's Wyoming. They've been out there before. They've seen bear, grizzly, trace before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some scary stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I had some other things, too. Oh, I had a... Uh, I saw this. This is on climbing.com. This is a little bit older. This is from September. Um, two Russian climbers were on Kyrgyzstan's Lenin Peak, which is like a one of like the high peaks out in the Himalayas. And they died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Carbon monoxide? Yeah. They, like they running were, a stove in their tent? They were running a stove in their tent. Yeah. And they died. Yeah. Uh, on August 28th, this was reported in September, but it happened on August 28th. The dude had climbed this peak 26 times. And, uh, yeah, they were, uh, they were just using a stove. I would love to know what kind of stove they were using. Was it a cooking stove or was it like a wood stove? I mean, they're climbing a mountain. I'm assuming they're not using yeah, a wood stove. Like, well, I didn't know if it was like a base camp thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- this article is more about like, should you carry carbon monoxide detectors? I think you just don't cook in your tent. But you see the weather up there. Sometimes you kind of have to, you know? Um, all the stories they have are like super gruesome. I know. Well, the, you know, there's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yesterday, okay, this is not yesterday, but in one single day, a hundred people summited Mount Everest. Must have been like the perfect weather. Yeah, window. that's interesting. Wait, I thought Everest was a springtime thing. Yeah, yeah, this article is from the spring. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's from May. I'm on like the outside.com thing oh. on my, I got some. A hundred people. Oh, that I means they some. figured out the. Uh, I got some more things. The waiting um here's a here's an interesting thing this is from oh god i just i just lost it so california this is camping related and not gruesome animal attack related but california might ban single-use propane uh canisters like an environmental thing okay i was was trying to think of like why no what if you can recycle them and you use that thing 
nobody recycles them. I know. I'm just saying. I don't know how you would enforce it. Literally nobody. I think. Do we talk about the girl? So what's the stove option then at that point? Like white gas, refillable gas. I don't know. Because they're they're clearly not using alcohol. Maybe with the fires situation. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this one's too. This one's too sad to talk about. I gotta skip that one. I just keep a running list of these. Um, oh, we talked about banning smoking. Did we talk about that one? Banning smoking? Yeah, they're gonna ban uh, in New York. There, there's a there's a movement to uh, in state parks to ban like cigarette smoking. It's kind of random. Okay. Um. Here we go. Here we go. Well, this is from Boss. Oh, separate. Did you did did our sister text you what they had at school? Yeah. So our sister lives in Reno, Nevada, and the high school there had a. First off, I don't know why do they call it this. I don't know. Code. They red. had a code yellow. Oh, yellow. They had a code yellow at high school, and you know what code yellow is? There's a bear on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, what, code brown, I feel like, is better, but maybe that's like a sewage issue. Yeah. So anyway, in, in Nevada, one of the high schools had a code yellow because there was a bear on the, uh, I, I don't know, in the school grounds. And so they like they all lock inside. Uh, oh, here we go. Bear, quote, showing no fear of humans causes New Hampshire campground to close. Once again, this is from late summer. Um, I got so many of these because we haven't gone through these in a while. Oh, this one's, uh, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Harley said, it'd be funny if you could only cold soak in California. <laughs> I don't think they're actually, they're, they're, it wasn't like they're going to do it, but it was like something that they were throwing around. We already talked about the guy who ate the gecko and died. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have so many of these. <laughs> Some of them are really old though. Uh, and the woman who wants to marry a toy airplane. Yeah, yeah. You remember that one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's an interesting one. Um, we should get my wife on this. Canadian guides seek class action lawsuit over grizzly hunting ban. Yeah, because they banned it in BC. Yeah, the hunt was banned by the BC government in 2017. While the proposed lawsuit does not seek to reinstate the hunt, it does request compensation for financial hardship sustained by BC guides and outfitters in the years. Interesting. There's no way that that would uh, pass, right? I don't know anything about If the government bans something and you used to make money off of it, can you sue them? You can in the you you can potentially do that in the United States. That's how they're trying to strike down the student loan forgiveness. Ah, uh, this is in Canada. Okay, yeah. I got it. There's no way that's going to get struck down, right? It, it's already struck. Or not, it's, not, it's not struck down. It was held up. I don't know if it still is. The, wait, the lawsuit or the the loan the repayment? Loan, the, pro, the program. Okay. Okay. It, it Some federal judge put a stay on it requesting more information or something. So are they, are they, or are they not? I don't know what the current status is. They, they didn't strike it down. They just... Uh, doesn't matter. I'm not getting a penny of that money. No, but the, the <laughs> but that argument that's being made is the same argument against it, that they're, so there's somebody out there who is being financially hurt who can be a plaintiff. You know, I saw someone, not to talk about this, but someone made a good argument for student loan forgiveness. I support it. I don't necessarily support it, but, I mean, it doesn't affect me, whatever. But someone was like, someone said this to me. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. They're like, we've spent like 
hundreds of billions of dollars bailing out corporations over the last 20 years. Yeah, totally. So why can't we bail out some college students, you know? Yeah, and if you I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I mean, the banks paid back their bailout money, but the auto companies didn't. So, you know, it's like, we bail out some companies. Why can't we, you know, for a fraction of the price, bail out some college students? I'm like, you know, that's a decent argument. The the other argument, too, is like, if you, if you want to take like the, uh, if you want to take the, financial argument there's yeah. an, there's an argument to be made that the fastest way to build wealth is through like home ownership well people general. are screwed then right yeah, now. <laughs> i know but i'm just saying less debt people say that yeah like the, the fastest way to build wealth Most, is through home ownership yes absolutely yep because you're saying your, your home appreciates faster than yeah. any other investment yeah okay and so if there's an argument to be made that reducing debt allows you to purchase property I thought the argument that you were going to make was just in general, it, not having people in debt is the best way for people to build wealth. That's a strategy. That's you one know, strategy. That kind of makes makes yeah. sense. Um, I mean, yeah, that kind of goes along with that. Oh, someone, someone. Oh, wow. Outside. But, oh, wow. But I do. But I will say like uh, it's I, I, I support that forgiveness program but the problem is it's like in another what 10 years you're gonna have the same thing see it doesn't solve the issue right, whatsoever right. which yeah. is an issue i have with it because it's like oh i just I just force college to be cheaper yeah <laughs> you know yeah and then everybody's like oh just apply for grants look for well not everyone can do that yeah, yeah. there's not enough money for it all yeah. to be free yeah we should just make college free man I, I don't know. Some states do that with community college. I thought make two years of community college free. They tried to. That got shot down, you too. Know? <laughs> Not every community college, but maybe pick some in the state and you get two years free at community college. That'd be like 10 grand. Yeah, they tried to. You know? It was in the uh, that one infrastructure bill. Or it, whatever well, didn't that, that pass? Was. No, no, no. Sorry. The one that was previous to the infrastructure bill that got shot down. The repubs didn't want that, huh? No, it was the Democrat. It was the the freaking Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema thing. Oh. They blocked it. Oh, this is a news article about the Yosemite floods. We're way past that. Oh, they just opened one. Uh, that's funny. October thirtieth, they just opened one of the main entrances to Yellowstone. Wow! So it took them a month. It took them a few months. Interesting. I've forgotten all about that. Nice. Okay. What else we got? Got a big knife here. It's probably not good to have. Uh, man, I was trying to think too today. When was the, what was the last piece of like backpacking gear I bought? It's been a while. Bought? Yeah, I bought a chair because I, I forgot mine. I bought it. I bought that tent. You like that chair? Yeah, yeah. Which one was it? That that was the uh, REI. Was it Flexlight Air? So REI's version of the Flexlight. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Like, and they did a good job. I mean, I only used it for, what, three nights? What is, how much cheaper is it? 20 bucks. Really? Is it, how much is that? How much does the, uh, how much is the chair, the chairs that we, I think uh, they're like 100? 120. This one was 100. How much they are? This one was 100. Well, here's the deal. It's the same weight, right? Yeah. And you do get a better warranty. I mean, Helinox has a pretty good warranty, but see with REI branded products, it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like it breaks, whatever. Chair Zero, 130. Yeah, so the REI one. So get the REI one. It's, it's the same weight, right? It's supposed to be. I never weighed it, though. I am liking the Nemo Hornet. Uh, we were supposed to go out like 
two weeks ago. Couldn't do that. Um, Cause I just really want hot tent season to start, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I need, I, I, uh, I haven't used my hammock in long, in a long time. Have you used it this year? No, it's been hot tents and sleeping on the ground, Colorado and California. Did we did something in the spring though? I did. Maybe. Yeah. Did you use the, uh, wait, no, I might've used a chameleon. I can't remember. What what do you want to do next? What trip do you want to do next? I, I just want to do like, I, and I know it's kind of late right now, but like I just want to do like a nice, easy, relaxing fall. Where? I don't know. Someplace, someplace where we can just have like a relaxed campfire. A, a party camp? No, not necessarily a party camp, but. Should that be on the things we were right about video? Yeah. Andy and I were talking. You know, we just put a video about things we were wrong about. And that's a very popular topic in the YouTube video genre. We're doing a video about things we were right about. We got some stuff right. Yeah, we got some things right. Yeah. You know? Yep. I'd like a I'd like a party camp too. Not that's what you're saying. We did a tailgating camp last year. You remember that? Yeah, that was funny. That was super fun. We didn't film it. Uh we went up to this is kind of fun to do. Uh if you can find a place where you can get cell service we hiked out we did not film this <laughs> this trip video we took like a bunch of cool good football backpacking food and we hiked up like just dips and chips yeah and booze too and we hiked up to this spot and we watched college football and had like a tailgate but it was like legit it was like two or three miles in like so legit in the woods and it was actually pretty fun yeah we should do that again Up and finish that so we can make some Manhattans. Just start making them. I'll finish it. Any? Should I get into the comments? Yeah, go go for it. I need the computer. You start <sighs> mixing, and then and then I'm going to tell you the history of the Manhattan. Oh, this is dangerous. <laughs> Having the uh, here, yeah, move that. All right, here we go. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll up, but I just saw a comment. From a registered nurse that said <laughs> a code brown is when a patient has pooped their bed. Oh, okay. And a code yellow is when someone's peed the bed. That makes total sense. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, okay. Scott Foster, if you're stranded on an island and you found a stash of beverages, which would you choose? Coors, Boone's Farm, or O'Doul's? I mean, not O'Doul's. That's a non-alcoholic, right? Yeah. Just you're stranded on an island. Do yeah. you want to get? Yes. Okay. Your life's miserable. All right. So you got Coors or Boone's Farm. Coors. Coors. Yeah. Coors. Can a swizzle stick double as a long-handled spoon? Sure can. Absolutely. And and you know, um, REI had this cocktail thing. I was I was going to make a joke about um, mixing up cocktails in the backcountry, and REI had what? What did you bring that glass for? To mix these. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember those pocket cocktails Ari I had? Yeah, they were not good. They were just really sweet. And nobody yeah. nobody got into the cocktail game, the backcountry cocktail game. But if you had a swizzle stick, you could also eat your mountain house with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, some funny comments. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Could you or would you ever have Ibitat on as a guest? 
If so, would you have a district carry? We talked to him like a year or two ago. He's he, one of like 20 people that were like, yeah, we'll come on. And then it just never pans out. He's moved, he, did he move out to um, Colorado? Yeah, Ivy Tat would cause an R-rated show. Yes, it would. It would. Uh, Restless Outdoors is a, causes an R-rated show as well. Yes. Uh, oh, this is a good... Oh, getting back to the question about the, um, the bunched up material in the hammock. This is a great point. Just use a pad. Because <laughs> uh, if you... Using a pad in a hammock... I... I for a long time, I thought that was a weird concept, but in the banyan, I use a pad, and using a pad in a hammock is underrated. Lighter, flatter lay, you do have to blow it up a little bit, which sucks. Multi-use, if your hammock dies, you can use it to sleep on the ground, so I think it's actually a pretty good way to go, But and you get a flatter lay, and it will spread out that material, so that was a good, that's a good point. Uh, okay. Look up. Sh oh yeah, Suge's got a calf ridge video on YouTube. Check that out. Uh, are you too familiar with the Wallowa Mountains Eagle Cap Wilderness in Northeast Oregon? Uh, you guys, yeah, uh, no. Um, we've never been to Oregon. It's been on our list for a long time. Uh, uh, they say very Nancy's from Nancy George, very Sierra esque. Uh, Bryce has done Oregon a few times, but mm -hmm. that's definitely on our list. We were just uh, before earlier today talking about our 2023 big trips. And we'll have to, we'll, we always do something out west. We always do something in Colorado. And then we always do like a few things uh, in the Midwest, not in Ohio. So we're trying to figure that out. But Oregon will be sweet. And we're also trying to figure out uh, this year, I'd like to do a multi day hot tent trip so if anyone has any recommendations in the midwest you know not terribly far from ohio nice uh for a winter multi-day like not a ton of miles good, good wood availability but yes. it, it could be super cold super snowy does not matter in the hot tent where's but, that ice uh right here in the yeti bag uh you get in the big cubes no you can't in that okay but but yes have not checked out any of the stuff in Oregon would love to it was actually on one of our backup plans if we were in the fires if we were in a fire situation in Reno Oregon's only like seven or eight hours from Reno so would love to go there it looks it looks like magical like enchanting okay I need to look up a Manhattan that's what this is right yeah okay <laughs> chill it okay he's okay. swizzling yeah no well I don't know Okay. Do you know why it's called a Manhattan? I uh, invented in Manhattan. <laughs> okay, here we go. Was I right? I don't know. Well, Wikipedia. The whiskey-based Manhattan. Oh, is one of five cocktails named for a New York City borough. So there's all of them. There's a Brooklyn. There's all of them. Uh, popular history suggests the drink originated at the Manhattan Club in New York City in the mid-1870s, where it was invented by Ian Marshall. Uh, okay, but I'm just trying to get to the points here. Um, yeah, earliest well, they, records they really of the cocktail, a, 1884. They really had a, like a really obsessed with vermouth back then. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, the same cocktails... Same cocktail appears listed as a Tennessee cocktail uh, during Prohibition. Oh, God, I want to talk about Prohibition. 
During Prohibition, Canadian whiskey was primarily used. Okay, so it was, man, it was invented in Manhattan. No, the Manhattan Club. And, and what's in it? We uh, talked about this. It's uh, vermouth. Uh, I'm using rye and bitters. Okay, and the rye is Woodford rye. Yeah. Okay. Originally, bitters were considered an integral part of any cocktail. Why? Brings out the flavor. As an ingredient that differentiated a cocktail from a sling. Okay, whatever. Okay, there's multiple variations of the Manhattan. Black Manhattan, Blonde Manhattan, Brandy Manhattan. I'm not going to read through all these. All right. So, there is. So, it's not on Netflix anymore, I don't think. There you go. Do you know who Ken Burns is? Yeah. So, okay, what's the point? Why are they in these stupid glasses? They're served up. All right. What does that mean, served up? Up. Oh, literally, it's off the... All right, cheers. So much better than that other drink. Yeah. So much better. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Now I got to choke through the rest of this Negroni. (laughs) Mm. I still like the old-fashioned better than a Manhattan because it's sweeter. That might have to be what round three is. (laughs) Um, Okay. I did not ever know that much about Prohibition. I haven't seen this documentary, but I was talking to somebody at work. First off, did you know that Prohibition lasted like 15 years? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. I thought Prohibition lasted like two years. First off, how stupid is Prohibition? Yeah. <laughs> it still kind of exists today. In some countries, but it's crazy to me that there was a time and there was a decades long time in in this in American history where alcohol was banned. Well, think about it this way: think about think about it from the perspective of uh, how regulated the sale of alcohol still is. How nuts! Government's got to get their money. Yeah. Oh, this is a good point. In the chat, the thing about California banning the gas canisters—they're—they're right. Because it said propane. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. They were talking about banning like the Coleman green propane canisters. How's that different than the smaller ones? I don't know, but that is specifically what they're talking about banning. Those are more recyclable than the little ones. Yeah. But good fact check. Um, Oh, NKY Brad, keep up the good work on Strava. (laughs) Northern Kentucky. Check us out on Strava. (laughs) You can see our run. Today we'll give you we'll give you kudos on your activities. Um, okay, all right. all right, I'm getting through the comments here. Um, with the upcoming midterms next week, oh, do you think the right leaning politicians will ban hiking since it promotes lefties to the outdoors? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yes. Okay, yes, I do. Uh, okay, with a bunch of comments on loan forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll bail out the ultralight hikers. <laughs> <laughs> average rate of house appreciation has been around 3% annually. Mm-hmm. You know what the average return on the S&P has been? Nine. Nine. So suck it. Best way to build wealth is in a house. Yeah. Most consistent long term. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. Home ownership. Sure. But the, I guess you can't live inside your investments. Your house you can live in. Yeah. There's but, some value But also there. at the same point, you're... Your house doesn't, isn't like, if it's your primary residence, it's not producing income for you. True. Either. So everybody's like, oh, my house is such a good investment. I was like, cool. Are you going to sell it? What if you have, what if you like rent out a room? Sure. There you go. Sure. 
yes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That's what you you guys should do. Yeah. Yes. We could rent out the studio <laughs> to somebody. Hey, every Friday, you got to give up your room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, a friend and I, this is from Crawling Blind. A friend and I hiked the Foothills Trail last week during bear season. 17 were killed in the trail length. What? They might be talking about bears. Uh, oh, oh, oh. This is, they were hunting bears. Oh. All right. They killed 17 bears? I think so. Makes sense. It's bear season. Oh, some, some comments about the Nightcore NU25. Um, okay, got to, Oh, I, I missed the comments. Uh, got the comment about the <laughs> Code Brown. <laughs> Peter Howard, the chair is a non-negotiable item. You know, not to give away things we were right about. Yes. Video content. And I was telling Kevin this too. Like, look, okay. Chairs were clearly around long before we started making videos about them. I get it. But we are definitely going to take some credit for the popularity of where they've gotten to right now. And if yeah. these chair companies... It's all been small, you, because I was like, what? I mean, we I got a chair in 2015. Yeah, but you got it before I did. Yeah, but you told me to get it. <laughs> I don't know about that. I went to REI. I got that flex light. Still got it. Yeah, I have mine too. Yeah. I have three chairs now. That was seven years ago. Yeah. Pretty amazing. No, we definitely get some credit for that. Scott we, Foster, doesn't setting up taking down the one-pound chairs get old? No, it doesn't. Sure doesn't. Uh, uh, DBP's in the chat. Oh, yeah? You do? You doing Rocks and Roots Ultra? Yeah. Get it. Find a pile of leaves and make a seat out of it. Good. Yeah. The, yeah. Now, you know what does interest me is those hammock chairs. Nah. I mean, it's just so much lighter. But sure, but then here's the thing: like everybody's gonna be sitting around the campfire. I know, you're and you're gonna back. be like ten feet over there. Like, hey guys, <laughs> fire looks warm. I got, I got my hammock chair. One thing I do miss, because we've done so much out west backpacking the last few months, is I miss having a campfire. I know. Although you do appreciate not having to spend work doing it. Yes. Because when you have a campfire, it's like all you're doing at night. You know. And but when you don't have a campfire, you kind of sit there like I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, it's like you get to camp and you like you've been hiking all day. You get to camp, you set up, you do all your camp chores, and it's like, all right, everybody, let's go gather wood now. Should we see if she wants a man ahead? She's not gonna like that. That's way better than this. I agree. She needs a glass, but yeah, I'll make her one. Um, I don't like Manhattan's that much. She liked it. The one. The one in the can. I need to just hook this into the mixer. Yes. You're live on YouTube. Do Great. you want a Manhattan? It's better than the drink no. you got. No, no. Are you sure? I'm good. Yes. You liked it I'm last sure. time. Uh, do you have any questions for the podcast? <laughs> what are you talking about? Everything we're talking about chairs right now. <laughs> Always chairs. Do you have anything to say? Um, what's your favorite bear story? We've already uh, covered yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What's your next trip? We could talk about that. I don't know. Where, Where should we go? Go somewhere fun. Go somewhere new. Where? Go to a deserty place. 
Are you cooking something up there? Is that the was that the microwave? <laughs> what are you what? eating? Do you want me to do you want me to order you pizza? No. What are you eating? No. I'm cooking some leftovers. Alright. Alright. Carry on. Okay. Bye. Carry on. Bye. Yeah. Do you want pizza? No. Do you want to call him live? No, we I had Chinese tonight. Really? Yeah. Been From where? Ties. Oh. So good. You dog. I know. That's so good. If you're in Columbus, check out Ty's Asian Bistro. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um a lot of uh Ivy Tat is in Scotland. Still in Scotland. No, he's back. A lot of chair comments. Oh, Big South Fork. That's a place we need to go. I've ran it. You've ran it? Isn't that where we did the Bigfoot? No, no, Big South Fork, t- Tennessee. Oh, okay. Uh, where David wait, Gray was, and Travis I had, thinking, had to walk like 18 miles <laughs> to get to a campsite. <laughs> Sorry, that's good. Thinking, you're talking about the Bigfoot, Salt, salt Fork. Yes. No, no, Big <laughs> no, not Big Salt it Fork, which is, which is literally called Salt Fork, not Big Salt Fork. <laughs> yeah, I know. Big South Fork in ten- Tennessee. Yeah, but so even, so I was talking to Jason Wish about that too. He even poo-pooed on it. So did Travis and David. I know. I saw that. So, no, I don't want to go there. Uh, Nicholas Harley uh, recommends Shelter We Trace, which I've been on in the gorge. Yeah. Um, oh, Scott. Would you consider having more trips with your father? Yeah, that's coming up. Don't worry. Yeah. He gets recognized now in public. Yeah, so. He was at an airport and somebody recognized so, him. So, uh, yeah. My, I might bring him out. I'm just waiting for the weather to turn because I just really want to use the hot tent. But it's like 78 degrees right now. So you can't use it. But yeah, we'll, we'll get him back out. Uh, here we go. Halftone. Ha- halftone show. Big South Fort sucks. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> See, that's what everybody says. Everybody, it's like a, it's like a popular destination. Yeah, everybody says there's like, a, there's like one area that's pretty and the rest sucks. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, hike with Mike. Hey, folks. Hey, hike with Mike. Um, or maybe he's saying that. Definition because- of a cocktail. Sugar, water, bitters. Vermouth cut the liquor. Source, certified master of spirits. We need a certified master of spirits on the podcast. Yeah. I didn't know that. Definition of a cocktail. Kind of makes sense. I didn't either. Every cocktail basically but, has those. But there's no sugar in this. There's no simple syrup or anything? No. Touche. Maybe it's not a cocktail. Maybe, Maybe it's why it's uh, Scott Foster. Big South Fork. A bit underwhelming. <laughs> I have a feeling some people are saying that. Terrible place. Too many bears <laughs> and ghosts and a few yetis. Well, I like that. Um, okay. All right. A lot of talk. A lot of people want to know what's not good about Big South Fork. I heard camping options and scenery. Hike with Mike. A lot of folks went blind from the bathtub hooch during the prohibition. That's from the methanol. Did you know that? Yeah. And also, uh, that's the uh, that's the prohibition. Uh, oh, these are Kettle One? You said these were Grey Goose. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, people are saying, oh, a bunch of people went blind. That's the, uh, that's the um, people in, in support of prohibition. Wait, there's so 
Oh, because people went blind? Yeah, they're like, oh, people went blind. It's like, yeah, a couple people went blind. Sure. Well, that would be an argument against prohibition. Let's let's regulate and test the alcohol to make sure it doesn't have methanol no, in it. No, that's not how these people look at this type of stuff. Yeah. It, back back in the prohibition days. What was it just like, oh, people are people are screwing everybody and getting drunk all the time and getting away from their moral values. You gotta take away the sauce. Was it just like a Puritan movement? Is that why? Uh, I'm sure it... Okay, just like anything related to everything we do, I'm sure that there was some type of financial incentive as well. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it was labeled as a Puritan like a Puritan. Thing. It was a constitutional amendment. Only 13 years. Uh yeah, United States a national a nationwide constitutional law strictly prohibited the production, importation, transportation, and sale of alcoholic beverages from 1920 to 1933. Unless you had a medicinal license, led by Pietistic Protestants, they aimed to heal what they saw in an ill society beset by alcohol. You know, alcohol is terrible for society. Yeah, no, so they uh, were correct uh, about that. It's not good for you. Yeah, they were correct about that. Um, but I I don't know how. I want to know. Oh, Roosevelt! Roosevelt reversed it. I want to know. Like, certainly, um, some like political figure had to have spearheaded this. The U.S. Senate proposed the Eighteenth Amendment on December eighteenth, nineteen seventeen. Upon being approved by a thirty-six state, we only have thirty-six states back then. The amendment was ratified as part of the Constitution. Wow, that's what were they thinking? So that's like sweeping political support. Yeah. If it's a, it's a, I forgot it's a constitutional amendment. There haven't been many amendments yeah, to the United no. States Constitution. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And then in 1993, Franklin Roosevelt signed into law the Colin Harrison Act legalizing beer. Oh, he legalized 3 2 beer. Also stupid. I know. This country's history with alcohol is so stupid. Um, you could make that argument with a lot of stuff. The American Temperance Society formed in 1826. Yeah, have you ever seen Boardwalk Empire? No, I haven't, actually. I know. I know. The Prohibition Party. So this was a legitimate like, political thing. I guess to get a constitutional amendment, it's got to be like somewhat... Um, yeah, that's no joke. It is crazy to think like in the 1920s and the 1910s, basically, they, they really did understand how bad alcohol was for you you know they didn't make the argument that alcohol was like physically bad for you uh they probably made the argument that uh, alcoholism family violence and saloon-based political corruption saloon-based political <laughs> corruption what is that yeah they aim to heal what they saw as an ill society beset by alcohol-related problems such as alcoholism, family violence, and saloon-based political corruption. I don't know if I agree with that one, <laughs> but alcoholism and family violence, definitely. Yeah. So even then, and now we've like kind of swung the other way, and I feel like drinking is like so rampant in society. I don't know. Interesting. All right. Here we go. Back to the comments. Man-eating bears are out there. Man, bear, pig, uh, get on Strava. Uh, could you do a video on camp drinks sometime? We've actually thought about that. Let's talk about camp drinks. What's your camp drink of choice? Uh, man. Honestly, you're not a beer guy. No, 
Yeah, but it's ever, yeah. Hmm. It's a kind of a good question. Yeah, some type of mixed drink. Okay, here's the best way to do it. You get your hands on some green alcohol. <laughs> no. No, seriously. If you're going on, a, I've done this before. If you're going on a multi-day trip and you want to have a drink or two every night and you're concerned about weight, you go get yourself some grain alcohol and you bring a measuring cup that you might that you might use for your stove or something. Bring yourself a measuring cup because you got to be really careful with that stuff, but it's definitely the most efficient way to do it. And a grain alcohol like it has no taste other than like a super alcoholic taste, so it yeah. mixes well with a lot of things. Yeah. Generally, our strategy is on the on the first night of a long trip, we almost always bring beers, like nice craft beers, and then we got to hike with the cans for like five days, which sucks. But generally, the first night is beers. Generally, you know, we've never brought wine. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I don't mind. I, like, put it in like a soft flask. Yeah. I've done that back in the day. Um. We should like bring our own yeast. <laughs> do you think that'd be the lightest thing to do? <laughs> Make your own. It just cups. takes a few weeks we to ferment. Do some, we, we don't should, have that time. We should do some like prison stuff where you yeah. just have a bunch of fruit and yeah, sugar. Yeah, like dude, you could take a bunch of like dehydrated fruit. You could <laughs> and like put it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> it would take too long. Um, all right, but that's not a bad video topic to do yeah hammock chairs with the poop hole is where it's at yes that's a pretty good idea actually um all right here we go Go to canyon lands <clears throat> that was a recommendation yeah that'd be fun but i can't sleep in the hammock and do you ever consider car camping in the rei parking lot no but car camping is something we haven't done yet this year and i absolutely love a good car camp and it's car camping it's car camping season here in the midwest yeah I haven't done it yet, but I love a good car camp. That's a whole other type of outdoor experience. Just making pancakes bring in the, the morning. Bring the cooler. Even sleep in the car if you want to. Make some get the bring the big old Coleman thing. Yeah. With the soon to be band green <laughs> canisters. That's fun. Everyone should do that. Yeah. Um uh, Nicholas Harley says, Let me know if you guys ever go to Big South Fork. I've got campsites with GPS. Uh, uh, I would like to go, but this this chat is really not selling me on it. <laughs> yeah. um, That's a long drive. Oh, here for, we go. Oh, I just missed it. Uh, yeah, I just missed it. Um, South Cumberland State Park in Tennessee. Tennessee's really got good stuff. Yeah, it does. Um, I need to go down there. Yeah, more, <laughs> more ripping on Big South Fork. <laughs> um, guys have covered sleeping pads lately. Seems like the tensor is the most comfortable. Out of the ones that I've yeah, used, it was. I think so. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I still always I, surprises me. I still think the hammock's more comfortable than the sleeping pad. You know, it's my thought is if you get if you nail, okay. Here, you know, here's the thing: hammock campers do not want to admit sleeping on your side is not comfortable in a hammock. <laughs> uh. It's it is not more comfortable than sleeping on your side on the ground. That's true. And a lot of like hammock campers are like, you can sleep on your side just fine. I can sleep on my you side. You can, but if you are a side sleeper like I am, uh on the ground is just as comfortable as a hammock, if not. Now, 
if you're a back sleeper, there's no question hammock is the way to go. Yeah. And in fact, after years of hammock camping, I now can sleep on my back, which is kind of cool because I never used to be never used to be able to do that. Yeah, that's the same. But there's also no question that regardless of whether you're a back sleeper or a side sleeper, just being in the hammock is so much more comfortable than being in a tent. Yes, absolutely. And there is no greater feeling than after a long day just crawling in that hammock and just laying there. Also, I do think, and it's heavier, but I think a hammock could be warmer Hmm. than a, you know? Yeah. Because you got that underquilt. Underquilt is so, it's not like a sleeping pad. An underquilt, you get in that hammock and your back just instantly gets warm. And it's a really cool feeling. There's a a, uh, funny comment in here that's going to bring up a story. What's up? Says um, from Scott Foster, Foster, don't you need to be an election denier, flat earther, January, Jan 6 supporter to use my pillow? What's an election denier? Oh, like yeah. they didn't win the election. No, but I was just thinking about like. Dude, uh, the my pillow guy. True story. Bryce uses a my pillow. No, 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 no. This is. Brigade this, him. Yeah, no, no. This is funny. The story was is that Bryce had no idea. Like Bryce <laughs> lives in Bryce land. Okay. <laughs> He lives in Bryce land. He lives Here's, Bryce. There's a comment. Yeah. He lives in, he lives his Bryce life and he has no idea what's happening in the, in the, the world outside of Bryce land, which I think is actually kind of good. Oh, Bryce is great. Yeah. Bryce is a great guy. Yeah. So he put out his video about my pillow using the, my pillow and it just, and that's got, a politically touchy subject. Yeah, Bryce. And it got torn to shreds and, and he honestly, he didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> I, and I believe that. I do too. But he's like, yeah, it's a pretty comfy pillow. And I was like, yeah, that's why they sold so much. Any thoughts on the most comfortable? This stemmed from the Bryce My Pillow travel pillow. <laughs> My Pillow guy is the OG ultralighter. Um, <laughs> I've got two Nemo pillows. And I've got the Nemo, the Nemo Philo Elite. And the Nemo Base Camp. The Nemo Philo Elite, it's eight ounces, which is really a tough sell for a pillow. Yeah. It's, it's heavy, but it's pretty comfortable. And then the Nemo Base Camp is, is a car camping pillow. I mean, it weighs a pound. It's like the size of an algae, but you've you've put your head on it. It's, yeah, it's super comfortable. It's very nice. Um, both of those are arguably too heavy to like really use for a long time hike but um i've taken the philo elite it's eight ounces on like a three or four day and i and i was happy i had it all right oh it's uh, to the end here all right all right syntax is a wine guy he really is he's been putting out content lately yeah do you remember the old syntax trip videos where he was carrying a glock yeah i do he probably <laughs> still does right <laughs> he'd be yeah He'd be climbing up, uh, what the, what are those mountain ranges, the presidentials or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He'd have like a drop leg holster with a Glock on it. What is with people in the drop leg holsters? Well, it's hard to wear a hip holster when you got a backpack on. But can't you put it on the hip belt? Well, you don't want it attached to your pack. You don't? No. Why not? Because you take your pack on and off. You don't want to lose track of your weapon. Is, is that is this really a thing? I think so. Like. It can't be on your pack because it has to be glued to your leg at, at all times. Is no. that a, is that a common I gun mean, responsible tenant? 
Well, yes, I I would think so, right? Every you wouldn't want to just like take your pack off and just leave leave it sitting there and your guns there. Yeah, but you're you're not gonna like sleep with the drop leg holster. It's coming off your leg at some point. No, I know, but just like hiking during the day, it just it looks so douchey. I know. I mean, it's like tactical. I don't disagree. I'm just saying that's that's an argument. You know, I remember when we see would see the people with it right yeah. right here. Yeah, like uh, this thing that seemed like the most practical. Yeah. But it's on your pack. No, I think they have a chest harness they put on. Oh, it's like a separate thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's always real weird. It's real weird when you encounter people openly packing in the backcountry. I, I I don't, yeah, I don't care. It's it, not weird. And I, I say that it sounds negative. I don't mean that. It's just, we're used to it by now. But the first few times, you know, we're not, you know, we're not anti-gun people by any means, but. It is weird to just be like, oh, hey, there's a guy there, and if he wanted to just shoot me in the face right now, he could. <laughs> we got a super chat. Another one? Yes. From who? From Salmon Outdoors. Oh, oh, hey, I saw him in the chat. I have video proof of Kyle in a hiking chair. I just saw I saw that. I, I, I missed it, but I saw that. We need to... I, we, I actually uh, haven't talked to Kyle since he got back from his PCT thing. He didn't finish. Okay, careful, how, yeah, careful how we throw that around. Hike through those fires. Yeah, hike through the damn fire like a man. <laughs> because we're legit over here sitting back drinking. What a <laughs> pussy. <laughs> drinking our Manhattan. <laughs> I have his phone number. Should we call him right now? Yeah. I have a cell. It's probably like, who is this? <laughs> we should call people on the spot more. Call him. No. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, oh, I'm to the election denier flat earther <laughs> comment. Um, okay, okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, thanks for the super chat, by the way. How much was it for? 279 Canadian. So like 20, you know 279 Canadian. Okay. So like 50 bucks US. Wait, 279? No, $2. Oh, that, that's like $2 US. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, once again... A hundred dollar super chat. Andy takes a shot of vermouth. Not, not now. Live. Not right now. Hundred dollars. No. Live. No. Okay. So the reason I joke about this. So on one of our live streams, if you haven't seen it, I think I took it down. We had drink menu, and we're gonna bring this back for the hundredth episode. And jokingly, I put for a hundred dollars, we will take a shot of bourbon, and we got like four of them. <laughs> so on the next one. It might be a more extreme thing because I don't want to rip four shots of bourbon again. Um, Roaring Plains. Have that, you heard of that? Yeah, Roaring Plains. Isn't that, uh, is that Dolly Sods? It's like Dolly Sods, but it's still the 90s. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Is that a joke or is that a real place? Yeah. Right. Roaring oh, Roaring Plains Wilderness. Why don't we go there? Oh, it's in Monongahela. Yeah. I'd like to go. I like Monongahela. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have any? Oh, it is Dolly Sods. I see. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. How's the bridge hammock for side sleeping? This is a great question. Better uh, than a gathered end. Way better. Way better. But I still do think side sleeping in a hammock is not any more comfortable than side sleeping on the ground. So other people talk about this and we've talked Fight about me. this too. The biggest problem with the bridge hammock is the tarp. 
The so. biggest problem with the bridge hammock is it weighs a lot more. No, the biggest problem is that it will put holes in your tarp. Yeah, but you can you can you can get around that if you if you go four corners. Four you gotta corners go, mode. You, you gotta go real wide on your tarp. You gotta go or just really high, really high and wide. I don't like the weight, but uh, but it's so comfy. Um, people want Dad to be using the hammock. He has never used a hammock. He. <laughs> Yeah. In the hot tent, it's probably the better. When sleeping in a hammock, anyone else have dreams where they are free falling and then wake up crying? Just, just, I have actually had a, a free falling dream in a hammock. Didn't wake up crying. That's funny, though. Uh, tent clearly has more room. True story. Uh, last two trips were this from Coros. Oh, he's, they're in a Wait, wait, was Coros? Hold on a second. Tent has more room? Tent definitely has more room. No. What? Then a hammock? Yeah. Not with a tarp. Stand under your tarp. No, a tent I can bring my pack in. What's your definition of room? Because like, I, I can go like this. No, the best that one of the things I love about a hammock is I have so much more room than a tent. What? Yeah, because when you have the tarp out. No, no, no. They, they mean like encapsulated room. Like under a bug net? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, I can bring my pack in my tent. I can uh, cook breakfast in my tent. Okay, fine. I can cook breakfast in my, in the hand. We do it all the time. In the tarp? Yeah. Yeah. But if you, if you assume. I don't buy, other people say this too. I don't buy this car, argument of. of car like, camping pillows come off your bed at home. That is a true that, story. That is very true. That or, is a true story. Or, or off your couch. Yeah, or off your couch. 100%. That's a great point, Mike K. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. That's where you're going, Carvey. Get some pillows. Get some pillows. Just take some off the couch. <laughs> off the couch. I agree about the tent having more room, but your point is, how do you define room? No, I actually, I actually really like how the hammock ha- with the tarp. You have ton- you have a lot of room to like get your stuff ready. You have a lot of room to keep stuff under under like for protection of rain. I do the. You can't. I one thing hammock camping has really showed me is the practicality of a tarp. Tarps are like super. Uh, I don't know the right word. Versatile. Yeah. Uh, very versatile. Chest holster with packs. Okay. Christopher Deese, do you? This is an interesting. Question. Oh, our dad's in the chat. Dad, there's been a lot of comments asking for you to get on the next. Get yeah. get in there. Uh, why would anyone carry a gun while hiking? A water filter would give you more protection. Could you beat someone with it? Can you kill a bear with a water filter? Yes, you could. Hey, Maybe. Stuff it down the throat. I think it's time to debate, could you kill a bear with a gun? <laughs> yes, what caliber? <laughs> Go to Idaho and see open carry on the trail. Believe it, I'll tell you what. And in, I would be doing o- the same thing. In Ohio, we see a lot of open carry. A lot. Um yeah, it's weird at first, but yeah, you get used to it. Um, it's not weird in grizzly country yet. True story. Um, I think a grizzly. I still think a grizzly would win in a gunfight. <laughs> Depends on the gun. <laughs> I like. Awesome comments about Kyle. Um, bitching out because of the fire. <laughs> yeah. You hike through those fires. Yeah, yeah. Pass. Um, Dad says make me make mead. You know, I've actually um. We should try that on the podcast sometime. Mead? Yeah. Ugh. Now, it's like wine in terms of strength, right? I think so. I think I've had it before. Um, it's not like liquor, right? I don't think so. 
Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, oh, uh, could you have a 90s-themed gear episode? Maybe. Dana designs pack. Oh, North Face tent. Yeah. <laughs> Three-quarters-inch thermorest. And a 70-pound big weight. Yeah. That would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, that's like the Walmart like, challenge. Get like those, like, like entirely external steel frame backpack. Yeah. That'd be funny. Um, a lot of people are... are um, Defending the hammock has much more room with the tarp. I told uh, you. It's a fair point. How many hours are you from Western Maryland for a great car camp? Green Ridge State Forest has dispersed sites for 10 bucks a night. Mm. Uh, we're not super far from Western Maryland, actually. Yeah, we're not like six, seven hours. Uh, and I, I never think to go there, but Western Maryland, it's like West Virginia, Virginia. Like it's still very pretty. Yep. Um, did you go? Did you two go see your camp classmates? <laughs> camp still spelled with two A's. Yeah, that's the band. I know. Uh, we we didn't. My wife went and saw them. Are they good? I'm not into it, but yeah, they're good. The emo, the emo. Yeah, that's what. That's really? What they, that's what they go out to Red Rocks every year. Oh, I knew that. Go see them. I've just they everyone's into this band called Camp. Yeah, and I've I've were, heard of them, but I've never like heard their music. Have you ever heard the one song that's like "I'll Meet You in Ohio"? No, everybody's obsessed with that yeah, the cherry. Yeah, how much are these cherries per cherry? Well, twenty dollars a jar, divided by, I don't know, fifty, sixty. Wait, oh, I thought you were about to say they were fifty, sixty dollars. No, no, no. Oh, so they're like five cents a cherry. Well, explain what these are. Luxard or cherries? This is like super expensive cocktail cherries. Yeah, and they're delicious. What makes them expensive? I don't know. Are they? Where are they from? They're candied. They're from, the last uh, they're from San Francisco. Of course. Of course they are. They are maraschino cherries. Yeah, they're... They're soaked in Luxardo Marasca cherry syrup. That's why. And zero artificial coloring. They, oh good. wait, they're produced produced in Italy. I thought it sounded are they like canned in are they canned in uh it's imported through San Francisco. Through San Francisco. Okay, so they're Italian? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, if you want like super fancy cocktail cherries. You can't go back once you've had them. I go get the Kroger brand maraschino cherries, you know. <laughs> I like those. And these are still maraschino cherries, by the way. I didn't realize that. Okay. All right. Um okay. I'm not to the end yet. All right. We got anything else to talk about? We've been going a little bit here. I don't like the, I'm not a huge fan of the Manhattan. I am the opposite. I thought this was way better than the Negroni. The Negroni's okay. Um, I don't mind it. I don't like the, uh, I'm just, I don't know. So this is rye, vermouth, bitters, uh-huh. and a cherry. Yep. Okay. That's it. That's it. And the, the Negroni is gin, vermouth, Campari? Yeah. Yeah. You like this? I like it better than the Manhattan. Pass. Yeah. But maybe with Prosecco. <laughs> I might funny. like it. All right, everybody. <laughs> Anything else? Any final comments? Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Happy Saturday. One more episode, folks. One more. One more episode. Yeah. Till the hundredth. That we, one, we might have to give away some things. That one's going to be a shit show. We might have a drink menu. Mm -hmm. 
Follow us on Instagram. We'll post when it's going to happen. We'll have a bunch of drinks. Our political views will come out. It'll be after we the primaries. Have a, we can have a, you know what I thought about doing? You know what I thought about doing some night or some year? We should do like an election live stream. Like during the election, you yeah. know? Just be like, we don't care. We don't care. No, we'll have like the map up. And we're like, oh, Georgia went blue or something. I don't know. It'd be funny. But I just have no context or like caring behind it. And we know nothing about why things are happening. Yeah. 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 It's just. Our cherries are good. I mean, maraschino cherries are good. All right, everybody. Ugh. Stay tuned. 100th episode of Backcountry Bassing is coming up. Follow us on Instagram. Because you know, you know. We don't tell you when we're doing this. <laughs> Part of the reason why we don't tell you too is because sometimes our plans fall through. Right. But I think I'll probably post when we're doing the hundredth. Yeah, but in general, we'll hype it. We don't post when we're doing this because we we like to keep it, keep people on your toes. Yeah. But thanks for joining us, and we'll see everybody later. <laughs>